connection before correction. Sarah Bentley's Cherish Your Child podcast. fourth and final podcast in this series of Sarah Bentley's Cherish Your Child. I'm Sarah and as you know I work as a play therapist with children in Wiltshire in England. Over my 12 years of working closely with young people one of the most important things I've noticed is how vital it is to promote self-esteem every step of the way. Children will inevitably deal with challenges in their lives but if they're given the best support possible from the beginning they'll be better placed to cope with them. Last time I shared two nature games that children love playing, including how to find a rainbow in nature. I also explained how to play the tomato ketchup game and what your child's behaviour is telling you about their feelings. In this episode, my first top tip builds on what I've shared with you throughout my Cherish Your Child podcast series. And it is connection before correction. Previously, I've spoken about asking our children what we'd like them to do as opposed to what we don't want them to do. I also mentioned about noticing their reaction with a change of our language. So my connecting before correcting will tie in really well with that. So connecting with your child may be, oh, thanks very much for getting your socks in the wash bin. And the correction may be, but actually, could you get your underpants in there next time too, please? By connecting before we correct, your child has got far more chance of listening to what you're saying than they may do otherwise. So connecting before correcting will really help boost their self-esteem and yours too. They're managing to do something right, even if not fully, and you've connected with your child to promote the kind of behaviour you want from them. No parent or carer takes pleasure in always telling their children off. But there is pleasure in guiding them through chores or responsibilities. But as ever, and always notice their reaction. What do they do with their underpants the next day? It may take a few days, but one day they'll go into the wash bin with the socks. My second tip promoting self-esteem in our children is the lipstick game. So often when we're away from our children we think about them and they about us and it's really lovely if we can give our children something to remind them of the love we have for them even when they're away from us. So this idea is about finding the brightest coloured lipstick that you can either at home or in the shops and you're going to make a really big play of putting the lipstick on in front of your young person. You're then going to get a really fresh tissue out of the tissue box or kitchen roll works as equally well and you're going to make an imprint of the lipstick on your lips onto the tissue or kitchen roll. When your young person has seen that kiss then you're going to fold it up really carefully folding in the sides folding in the corners to keep the kiss really safe inside and then you're going to give it to your young person. Some young people like to put it in the waistband of their trousers or skirt some children like to have it in a pocket and some children like to find it in their lunchbox or book bag. The most important thing is that when a child finds it, it reminds them of you and your love during their day. 
Now your young person can do one back and give you a lipstick kiss too for you to keep in your pocket or wallet or purse or whatever. So it works both ways and the lipstick kiss is really special. Now I do have to mention to remember to remove tissues before clothes go in the washing machine because that causes a bit of a soggy mess. But I've shared that with you now. My final top tip for promoting self-esteem in our young people is a really important one for this time of year. The long summer break is upon us, so the tip is to promote self-esteem in our children, to understand the many transitions that our children may be experiencing at any given time. So life is full of transitions. Some are subtle and natural, like the dawn turning into day, but some are more sudden. For example, the unplanned ending of a relationship, be that personal or professional. A house or school move can either be planned or subtle, depending on the circumstances. The transitions I've just mentioned are reported to be some of the most stressful things in life. An ending of the school year, or changing class, or teacher, or TA, or classroom, or children, or even sight for some, can be difficult times for many. In general, a transition can be split into two parts, the goodbyes, and then the hellos. And my advice is that the energy given to the goodbye equals the energy given to the hello. So for example, have we considered making a visual calendar to help our children understand how much time is left of the holidays? And are we already beginning to think about their new pencil cases and lunchbox and things like that for September? So this top tip is very much about understanding the transitions. Your child may be feeling anxious or worried about them, if you keep talking and taking actions like the countdown calendar, they can share any inner thoughts with you as you do it. Now, because of COVID, our children have had far more transition in the last year or so than they have in most of their lives. One minute they're in class and the next schools are closed or they're sent home to self-isolate. One minute they're out of school clubs are in full swing. The next they're off for an unknown amount of time. And visits to grandparents or special people in their lives don't happen with the same regularity that they used to. So it's really important more than ever this year that transitions are taken even more seriously than previously. Now I publish a complimentary leaflet on transitions and if you'd like to private message me on Facebook I'd be more than happy to pop one in the post for you. You could share with your child's school and other parents to make sure that you're all putting the most energy into the transitions at the moment. That's the best thing we can do to promote positivity towards the transitions that our children are going through at this time of the school year. That brings me to the end of this series of Sarah Bentley's Cherish Your Child podcast. All my tips are available on my Sarah Bentley's Their Views Matter Facebook page and you can of course dip in or out of those or my podcast episodes or share them with other people in your child's life who might also find them helpful. From the lipstick game to how to give your child choices, right through to taking a time to smile into your child's eyes. All my tips are aimed at being simple, easy activities or changes we can make to build our children up. They'll support them with their emotional and mental health so they're best equipped to deal with the challenges and events in their lives. I hope you enjoyed the 12 tips and I hope you've seen little, tiny shoots of growth in your young person's self-esteem in what has been one of the trickiest years ever. Until we meet again, please take care and stay safe.
Sarah Bentley's Cherish Your Child podcast was devised by Sarah Bentley and produced and edited by The Podcast Den. 